Welcome to my evening devotional. Tonight I am uh, talking about the subject that I don't know a lot about. I know just a little bit from what I studied and what I researched. And I usually don't like to talk about things that I don't know. One of the things I found investigating the pearly gates uh, is that there are a lot of misconceptions about it. Uh, some people say that uh, the, these pearly gates are the gates of heaven where St. Peter uh, is uh, waiting for uh, so-called Christians or Roman Catholics in order to access heaven. Well, that's completely wrong, but I understand it because it's such a mysterious passage that is subject to uh, interpretations and subject to uh, uh, the imagination of uh, different people. Uh, now, I don't want to bring you my imagination or a new doctrine. I just want to tell you things as they are. So, gates and spiritual gates, uh, we know there are points uh, of access. So, God uh, will uh, open gates to grant access to certain places. And there is this uh, spiritual place in heaven. Uh, so, uh, heaven is immense. Uh, it's not like uh, Earth is much bigger than Earth. It's not like the solar system. It's bigger than the solar system. There's all kinds of beings present in heaven, not just mankind, but uh, all different types of angels, archangels, seraphims, cherubs, all types of uh, spiritual beings. And in heaven, there's this special city called New Jerusalem that is walled and gated. Why is it walled and gated? We do not know. Uh, usually a wall is a way of protection or a way of confinement. So uh, we see this specific place in heaven where we will be granted access and there are 12 doors. Now the access to the uh, city, to this walled city, is granted by the doors. And the doors are referred by uh, Ezekiel uh, as uh, carrying the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. And here in Revelation, uh, we see the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Does this mean that uh, the city is uh, only accessible uh, to uh, tribes of Israel or a church? Well, I, do, I don't think so, but I, I want to tell you that the doors or the access are marked by these characteristics. So we know it's not through obeying the Quran or Hindu religions or uh, uh, Buddhism or Confucianism that you will be granted access to the city in heaven, but there is a foundation and that, that foundation and there's doors and those doors are marked by one thing, the Bible. So I would like to invite you to start reading the Bible with a, an open mind and knowing that it's through the Bible that you will be granted access to this place in, in heaven. So it's not me, you, or a religion that will grant you access to heaven. It's God only, but there is a foundation. There is, a, let's call it a method uh, uh, to, to follow, a journey, a path to walk. And in that path to walk, 
you need to understand the principles of God that are explained in Scripture. And this is why it's so important for you to meditate in Scripture. In my evening devotional, I bring you every day a short meditation and I hope it's beneficial to you. And one day I want to pass those pearly gates and enjoy the beauty of heaven, the place that God has prepared for us. Today I conclude this series on portals, on spiritual portals. And I like uh, to read a scripture that is in Revelation chapter 21. And usually I don't talk about uh, things that I don't know much. Well, today it's going to be an exception because I want to talk about the pearly gates. And uh, let me just stop here at the corner. And the verse is Revelation 21, 21. And it says, and the 12 gates were 12 pearls, each of the gates made of a single pearl and the streets of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. This scripture talks about New Jerusalem and it has been a mystery to me since uh, many times uh, in uh, church people refer to the pearly gates as a place uh, where uh, we will arrive when we get to heaven, even though that's not correct. The door in heaven, it's of a different uh, nature. But these pearly gates exist in this city that is identified as the New Jerusalem. So the 12 foundations of New Jerusalem are mentioned uh, here and the names of the apostles are associated uh, with this as well as the 12 tribes of Israel. No doubt that this is symbolic language. I try to identify the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb and we know that uh, one uh, Judas was replaced with another and there's different lists in different Gospels and I try to investigate this the best that I can without arriving to any conclusion. So this passage describes a wall and a lovely city and the city uh, has uh, gates. Um, uh, the, the wall is built of jasper, there are 12 foundations, uh, those are 12 different gemstones, uh, and it says, and the 12 gates were 12 pearls, and each of the gate made of a single pearl. Uh, this is quite mysterious. Uh, in popular imagination, pearly gates are considered the entrance to heaven but uh, Revelation shows the gates already in heaven, so not uh, as part of a point of entry, but it seems that uh, in heaven itself, uh, there is this place called New Jerusalem, and in New Jerusalem, we see uh, these uh, gates. Why does the city have walls? Why does it have gates? I really don't know. Uh, the promise of entry to the New Jerusalem is both uh, beautiful and daunting. Uh, the idea of such a place, of a city uh, uh, where nothing unclean or harmful can enter and, uh, and that has pearly gates, it's, uh, it's a dazzling sight. And in ancient uh, times, pearls were extremely valuable and ra rare gems. Uh, we know that gems are um, formed in nature, they're minerals, but pearls are a specific type of rock 
which is biologically produced. In the ancient world, pearl fisheries were uh, hard to find. And this is one of the reasons why Julius Caesar's, Julius Caesar's uh, invaded uh, Great Britain, uh, the islands, uh, because there were these uh, pearl fisheries. And the description we see of streets of gold and gates made of pearls and a unique pearl, which is uh, impossible. So it's an impossible sight uh, that John is describing. Uh, the city had the magnificent glow that uh, uh, looked like precious and rare. Now, a, a, a pearl is also uh, the only precious stone that man cannot improve. Uh, what do I mean by this? When you have diamonds, when you have sapphires, they usually worked by uh, an artisan and they will build uh, the refraction and the different shapes of the precious stone. But the pearl is not like this. A precious pearl is formed naturally. Man cannot improve it. There's not um, a, a way of reshaping the pearl without damaging the pearl. So the, this talks about something that man cannot improve. Let me uh, mention a scripture about pearls uh, that Jesus uh, explained in Matthew 13, 45 and 46. He said, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Here's the parable of the pearl of great value that is not related with the pearly gates that we read about in Revelation 21, 21. But nevertheless, we see the value of the pearl here and the kingdom of God compared with the pearl of great value. What we need to uh, understand also from scripture is that since Abraham, that uh, uh, people tried to find the city in heaven. Here's the description of the city in heaven. Now in Hebrews 11 and verse 10, it says about Abraham that he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. I still remember going to church, to uh, an old church, where people were talking about heaven and the pearly gates, and I couldn't understand a thing. Uh, but I was still uh, fascinated with this uh, idea. The idea that uh, there is a place that is uh, described uh, in such a way, so precious, uh, it's mind-boggling. Uh, so uh, when people try to describe heaven, it's really hard to do it. And as I investigated and studied about the pearly gates, I got to the conclusion that there's no one that knows a lot about it. In fact, people know nothing about these pearly gates. However, I want to bring to you the aspect of that those are spiritual gates. And we've been talking about it the whole week. I mentioned different types of gates, gates that angels use, uh, gates of hell, gates used by the demonic, gates used by people. And today, I'm talking about the pearly gates of the New Jerusalem. Now, as we keep reading in uh, Revelation uh, 21, let's get to the next uh, Bible verse. It says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory 
of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth to to bring glory and honor into it. Notice now what it says in the following verse. And the gates, so it's talking about the gates. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And continues to describe those gates. So gates, uh, as we saw, are doors. Those doors give entrance and exit. And as we see this new Jerusalem in heaven, there's these 12 gates that are not necessarily uh, gates uh, to give access uh, to the city because the city is already in heaven. But it seems that there is a special place in heaven. God is so immense that we don't even uh, uh, get to understand or realize the things of God or the things of heaven. Those are eternal things. And uh, if I will try to uh, explain you, I will fail miserably because you cannot explain the things of God. Certain things are meant to be uh, understood by faith. And it's by faith that we know that one day we'll get to this place called heaven. And in heaven, we will see those gates. In fact, I can't wait to be with some of you at the doors, at the gates, and talk about these things. Let me conclude by reading this scripture in Revelation 22. It says, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who desires take the water of life without price. One day, you and me will be close to those heavenly gates. And I would like to invite you tonight to make a decision to walk with Christ. This is not a place for everyone. Uh, don't think that uh, once you die, you go to heaven. Uh, it's not also a place where we buy access, but we need to be qualified in order to be there. We're only qualified by one thing, which is the redemption provided by the cross. At the cross, Jesus paid the price so that you and me can one day enter to, into heaven and pass those pearly gates. God loves you. He wants you to be there. He doesn't hate anyone. God is love. And in his wisdom, he devised a plan. In that plan of redemption, Jesus bought us with an incredible price. And like this, we have the right to be there, to be in heaven, not by what we did, but because of what he did for us. This was my evening devotional, and uh, tonight I conclude the series on spiritual gates. I hope you've enjoyed it and that you will uh, be able to find these gates here on earth and again find the gates that God has prepared for us in heaven. God bless you. I'll be here again after the weekend, Monday to Friday, 9 p.m., with another series of my evening devotional. Have a pleasant weekend.